Welcome to The Corporate Coven, a podcast that explores the intersection of mysticism and the modern workplace. On this show, we discuss how to bring your spiritual craft and practice into the workplace. We'll talk to people who have found ways to include ritual and spirituality into their everyday work and hear from experts on the topics of how to stay spiritually connected while managing the demands of the modern workplace. Our host, Jessica, is a certified career counselor, HR outlaw, and vocational astrologer. If you've ever wondered how to bring your spiritual practice into the workplace, this podcast is for you. Join us as we radically transform workplaces to be a little more magical. What's up, witches? As many of you know, I am launching the group coaching program, The Sixth House, where I'm going to be working in a container with other witches at work that want to understand themselves through a vocational astrology lens and really begin to learn and identify their preferred work environments. And one of the reasons why I am so passionate about this and one of the reasons why I really am like excited to finally be offering this is because I believe in healing our relationship to work and really changing the perspective of this dreaded nine to five. I have to go into the office because if I don't, I'll never be able to pay my bills and I hate my job and my boss sucks and all of this shit, right? I really want to heal that to where we can transform our relationship to work, see it as an opportunity to provide loving service and to receive a fair exchange of the value that we generate through the routines and tasks that we do every single day. And as someone who keeps up with, I don't want to call it the news, but I follow, you know, like Harvard Business Review and Insider Business and, um, you know, shit like that, like as I'm super invested in the wall, uh, the world of work. I came across this article published February 26th from Insider Business about a TikToker who I was not following, but immediate follow. Um, and the article is titled, I do, in parentheses or the quotations, bare minimum Mondays, and quotations, at work to help beat the quotations Sunday scaries, and quotations, and avoid burnout. It's completely changed my life and how I approach my job. And it's highlighting this TikTok creator, Marissa Jo Mays, who has gone viral for redefining her relationship to work by doing bare minimum Mondays. And I'm just over here bouncing off the walls, freaking out because I'm like, yes, yes, she gets it. This is exactly what I'm trying to do on like a big scale for people. And I incorporate astrology, right? But like, this is in essence, the point. This is what it's about. It's about learning what you need from your work, how to manage your own schedule and really find yourself in positions where you get to be autonomous and creating a relationship to work that is good for you and makes sense for you. Now, the idea of a bare minimum Monday sounds really appealing. Um, obviously, I think a lot of us are like, yeah, bare minimum every day, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but this idea of like, what do we need to do to maintain our life and our schedule so that we were not as freaked out going into Monday morning? How do we 
redefine our relationship to work. And it has a lot to do with the sixth house. When she's describing like the bare minimum Monday, she's talking about the way that she manages her calendar and sets up her work schedule so that it meets her needs and she can maintain her optimal health, including her mental health. And this is, this is it guys. Can you hear it in my voice? I am over the moon. I'm so happy. Like, Queen energy, nailing it. Oh, goddess, divine. Like, I'm stoked about this. And I want to add a little bit of my two cents as well. And if you are not in the group coaching container because it's not an investment that you're ready to make right now, I have plenty of other ways to work with me if you want to use astrology to understand this for yourself a little bit more. But like, holy shit, I'm so happy. I'm just so pleased that more people are having these conversations. You know, one thing that she's quoted saying here is that it's a really, it's really a way to start the week prioritizing yourself as a person over yourself as an employee. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Okay. So if you want to know a little bit more about how Marissa is doing the bare minimum Monday, then I'm going to put the link to the article here and I'm going to find one of her TikTok videos that I love and probably link it in my show notes as well, because I really want to give this woman like a really big audience. I mean, I'm sure she has a massive following. She went viral on TikTok, but like, I just, I need everyone to know about like what she's doing. And I want to be mindful that like this won't necessarily work for everyone, but it's just the idea of like getting to know yourself and what your needs are and then aligning your work routines around that. So for her, some of the way that she experiences like a bare minimum Monday is that she doesn't take meetings for the first two hours and she takes it really slow. She says, I'll do some reading, some journaling, maybe some stuff around the house because she works from home. It's two hours of no technology, no checking email, just doing whatever she needs to feel good about starting her day. And this is again, like prior prioritizing herself. Now, not everyone has this luxury. She's self-employed. You know, a lot of us are in positions where we don't have that choice to do it like at 8 a.m. But the idea of starting your morning with no technology, this isn't new. This has been around and there's tons of research supporting why giving yourself a break from checking your phone immediately is really positive for like your mental health. Um, but again, like some of us like like I think about all the people who work graveyards. Like I have many members of my family actually who are working overnight, who go to work at four in the morning, who get off work at four in the morning. I mean, there's a lot of schedules that don't support this. And I want to be mindful that I know I brand myself as the corporate coven, but there are plenty of folks who engage in my work who do not work in corporate or they are not entrepreneurs. And so you have a schedule that you are not necessarily in control of. And there's probably something in your natal chart which would support that those are environments which actually are okay for you. But it's still being mindful of like, what do you need to feel okay going into your workday? And how do you set up your time around that and prioritize it? So avoiding technology if you can. She does journaling. Um, there's again, a lot of really, really good research as to why doing a gratitude practice in the morning is useful why um sorry i just barely realized i left my bedroom door open and my puppies are coming in here to say hello to us all on the podcast uh so you know journaling to reflect on your dreams um journaling just to kind of do like the morning pages is a popular practice so just like writing down all of your creative ideas just writing something down so you can be grounded a little bit more in who you are and what you're moving through as the day begins and then 
getting ready to actually like go in and prepare. And I've talked to, on previous episodes of the corporate coven staff meeting about, you know, this might be going on Sunday night. So maybe Sunday night, if you meal prep, you'll feel more prepared. If you check your calendar, it could be stress inducing, but today it might actually be beneficial to know what you're getting into on Monday or something like that. I'm going to disclose some things about my needle chart at the end of this episode because and she calls us out here. She says, I understand bare minimum Monday isn't realistic for everybody. She says, I'm self-employed. I work from home. I'm not a mom. But for anyone interested in trying it, pay attention to where you're putting unnecessary pressure on yourself or setting unrealistic expectations. If you know you won't have time for something, don't put it in your list. And I talked a little bit about this in the staff meeting episode this week where I brought up the full moon in Virgo of like, if you are not setting your own frameworks for evaluating your success and your achievement, then you're letting external environments do it for you. And it feels like you're never going to win that way. Right. And I love what she says here about her experience with it. It's radically changed my life, not because of the productivity, but because of that self-compassion. And I talked about this in the self-love episode that I published. One of the ways to love yourself and this comes from Eric Fromm in his book, The Art of Loving, is to know yourself. And this is a big part of, again, what inspired the group coaching program for the sixth house is astrology, vocational astrology is a framework and a tool for knowing yourself and recognizing your unique preferences. And when you understand your sixth house, you actually get a better idea of what types of daily routines and activities and tasks that you could be engaging in or prioritizing to maintain your optimum health. Oh, are you buzzing? I'm buzzing. I am just, I'm over the moon right now. Um, and I'm so pleased that this concept is getting a lot of attention right now as I'm getting ready to like launch the program because it just makes me feel so much more affirmed and convinced that this is necessary work and that it's purposeful. And like, I'm just, I'm stoked on it. So let me tell you guys a little bit about my sixth house and how this is actually kind of nuanced for me. This is also a preview of some of the conversations that we're going to be having in the group coaching container um, with the folks who are joining me in learning more about their sixth house and registration opened for that on March 2nd for the wait list and then get the early bird pricing. Everyone else, you're going to get the opportunity to sign up on March 16th um, and then we begin meeting together in April. I'm just so giddy. I'm just so giddy and so excited. And this is probably one of the most like authentic podcast episodes and that I am not containing myself at all. And I feel like I'm like just buzzing around and like being, I feel frantic is what I'm trying to say. I feel very frantic, but okay, let's talk about it. So I'm going to share um, again, like my needle chart and I'm going to be talking a little bit about how like the idea of a bare minimum Monday makes no sense for me, but I do have another day of the week where I do prioritize doing the bare minimum, if you will. I am everything that like Marissa Joe Hayes mentioned in this article about how like why this really works for her. You know, she is self-employed. She works from home. She doesn't have kids. Okay. Well, I have a business as well as an employer. I only work from home a few days a week and I do have children and I sit on boards and I have 
Um, you know, I have investment properties and my grandparents that I help manage. Like I got a lot going on team, but you know, when you understand that I have Jupiter in my sixth house, this makes a lot of sense. So one of the things about being an Aquarius rising, and this is true for all Aquarius risings in a whole sign house system is that we have cancer in the sixth house. And so the way that we go about our day has very much to do with cancerian type things. We want to find ourselves nurturing other people. We want to be mentors. We want to be guides. We want to be taking care of, um, of people or animals or, you know, we want to be providing some type of nurturing and we feel really protective over this as well. Right. And I have Jupiter there and it's retrograde. So I expend a ton of energy being of service and taking care of people. Right. So the fact that I found myself working in human resources where I kind of get to be in some instances like the mom of an organization. Do you guys have your needs met? Do you have your employee benefits that you need? Do you have questions about open enrollment? Are you getting paid? You know, are, are you guys getting along all right? Like all of this stuff is such like for me working in HR, that's a big motivation. Um, and so I spend a lot of energy, but that's not enough, is it? I also have a coaching course. I also work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. I help other people with their businesses. I sit on two different boards where I get to help, again, just like take care of people and set the tone of ideas and help people get their needs met. I have three animals living in my house, um, as well as two children. So there's a lot of like energy that I'm spending uh, with Jupiter being in my sixth house. But it's really important to me that I do this work because Chiron is in my sixth house. And I grew up being really aware of the wound people experience around exploitative labor, around feeling like they are being manipulated into working, around being abused and mistreated while they are in the workplace. I grew up with this consciousness and it bums me out. Because I love work. I do it as much as possible. Unfortunately, sometimes, right? Like I can, I can drown sometimes in my work. But because I have cancer in the sixth house, that means that the ruler of my sixth house is the moon. So this is really a Monday thing for me because Monday is the lunar day. It's moon day. It's the day of the week that is ruled by the moon. And so if you think about oh, how am I spending my Mondays, especially in a work context, and we want to know what Jessica's moon is doing in her chart. You know what Jessica's moon is doing in her chart? Sitting in the sign of Aries. Okay, so this is really fiery. This is very ambitious. This is very much go-getter. This is very much like, let's push and let's see like what we can accomplish and what we can get done. And, you know, let's see how much we can do before we burn out type of an energy. And so this goes back to, again, like, you know, this, um, and this is an, this is a natural square. So this does create a lot of tension for me. And it's something that I have to be very conscious of because I can get, uh, overly ambitious and there's a lot of incentive for me doing a lot of work because it feels really good to be of service to other people. Um, so, you know, this is like what a square feels like, especially with the ruler of the sixth house. But I also do do a lot of things and I'm pretty good at it. You know what I mean? Like I find myself in these elevated positions in career, which is why I have these opportunities to sit on boards. And, um, you know, I, 
I'm still evaluating what success looks like for me in my business, but I'm still blown away at what I've been able to do. And I still, you know, do the mom thing. I'm a very Aries mom, right? And so my Mondays, you can imagine, take on more of an Aries quality, squaring Jupiter. I actually love to fill my Mondays up. Monday is not a bare minimum day for me. I have the majority of my work happening on Mondays. I have almost all of my meetings happening on Mondays. Mondays are a time where I don't do client sessions, but I do come home from work a little bit early so that way I can prioritize making a really good meal for my family and we get leftovers for the rest of the week. Um, and Mondays are like a really big, actually really heavy day for me. My slow day is later on in the week, right? My slow day is later on when I need a little bit more of that like rest and um restorative experiences. And so the idea of a bare minimum Monday, I'm just thrilled about. And I think it makes so much sense. And I love that she is gaining this awareness of like, what do I need to be okay with the day? What do I need to avoid the Sunday scary? So I'm not freaking out about going to work or going into the office. And this is what we're talking about in the sixth house. And you can hear that for me, a bare minimum Monday doesn't work, right? For me, What I need to feel really, really good about Monday is knowing that I'm prepared to do all of the things that I want to do. And so I avoid the Sunday scaries by actually being like um, prepared to work really, really hard on Monday. And that's by having like my outfit picked out. My laptop is charged. Um, Yeah, I looked at my calendar and I know that all my meetings are on there. I know what the agendas are going to look like. So I feel like prepared to go into it and do a really good job for people. Um, But I also know that now I have the capacity to drown to say yes to too many things to be overly ambitious and so then i figure out how to temper that throughout the week and find other ways to rest and restore and to nurture myself and this is what we're going to be doing in my group my group coaching program the sixth house is finding our own opportunity to be marissa joe mays which again i'm going to go find her tiktok put it in the show notes but like oh god team ah thrilled elated beyond excited stoked I want this for me, I want this for Marissa, and I want this for you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Corporate Coven Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and gained valuable insights into the world of personal and professional alchemy. If you want to stay updated on the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and turn on notifications. I'd also love to connect with you on social media, and you can visit my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com to find other ways to connect and work with me. I'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future topics, so please let me know in the comments on this episode what you're interested in. Until next time, keep working your magic and casting spells of success in your career and life.